coming up. Don't expect things out of people that um, they can't give themselves. If, if you're getting confusion, it's because they're confused. If you're getting inconsistency, it's because they're inconsistent. If you're getting unreliability, it's because they, they are scattered in their own life. Like People can only give you what, what they are and what they have. They're not tr willingly withholding great love from you. <laughs> they are just genuinely likely not having a good time um, right now on this planet. Hello, sexy people. Welcome to the Karen Feeding of Tasha Caulfield, a weekly podcast, or sometimes bi-weekly, because I don't need that type of pressure in my life podcast, where I, Tasha Caulfield, writer, comedian, and recovering pretty mess, get way too personal when discussing all the ways we can work at being less of a hot mess. So if you are interested in growing with someone who also prioritizes living her best life, join me in this open dialogue approach to exploring all the hard, beautiful, thought-provoking, funny, and everything in between moments in life, because here we keep it TC. All right, let's dive into this week's episode, shall we? This is episode six, how to help a friend in an abusive relationship. Part two, the answer. Last time I discussed my situation and the question, um, and this time I'm presenting my findings after uh, consulting several professionals, as well as my friend who was in an abusive relationship, um, so that I can help you guys also try to be of service if you have a loved one who's also in this type of situation. And again, I will be using um, the term my friend um, and the pronoun they in place of my friend's name and gender and everything to help protect their privacy. Not so much from you guys, because I know you guys don't know everybody I know, but um, from my other friends, <laughs> they might figure it out. All right, so um, I did have a long talk with my friend, um, and, you know, and after hearing what some professionals said, I did some things right, some things, eh. Um, you know, my friend is kind of isolating right now, so there's only so much I can do, and I'll get to that later as far as how to deal with that. So usually the first thing you want to do, of course, is encourage your friend to f utilize resources that are available to help people in their situation, um, people in abusive relationships, things like that. I have some links in the description um, if you don't know where to point them. But, you know, a lot of times we all know they're usually not that receptive. Everybody's like, I got this or, you know, oh, you know, they, they'll figure it out whatever, because we like to do things that don't work <laughs> and hope that they just miraculously change. Um, so that's that's usually kind of the first go-to. Um, in this situation, my friend is already getting professional help. Uh, the parents are aware and, you know, every that that is happening. However, my friend is still engaged with this person, um, still seeing this person, um, and, and still subjecting themselves to it, knowing that it's not the greatest and, you know, kind of getting enough help to just be able to survive the bad relationship, it almost seems at times. To me, I can't share all this stuff. You know, I can share a little bit of it, but um, what I've learned is that you, you're, you don't want to come across as uh, judgmental or... Uh, you know, condescending or put them down or in any way, um, just because their their abuser is likely already doing that, already making them feel bad about themselves and that there's something wrong with them. So 
you know, and talking with my friend, I did that part right. I, you know, uplifted my friend, discussed that I have trust in them, that they will come through this and do and, and everything. Um, the parents, on the other hand, have not, at least one of the parents have not handled it well. And, you know, this is all understandable. You want to shake a person when they're dealing with stuff that, you know, you're, you're like, you're way too smart for this. So I'm, you know, I, I get it. We, none of us know how to really do this right. However, that did just kind of send the friend more into the arms of the abuser and to go back to uh, try to live with that person. Because if you're getting told from multiple places, um, you know, what's wrong with you, you know, you're still, you know, like whatever you're, you're, it's, it doesn't help. And at least one place you're getting sex. <laughs> the other one, you're just getting put down. So, you know, I, I tried to steer clear of judging my friend in that way and putting them down. And, and my friend was grateful for that. They were like, thank you for your support and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm always here to support you. I do want you to know that I'm, you know, worried about you because you are su supposed to uh, articulate your concern for them so that they know, you know, I don't like just hanging out with my friend and being like, um, you know, oh, whatever, do you know, do you like having that kind of attitude? I do want them to know, like, this is not cool. And so one of the things you're supposed to do also is address the behavior of the person, not talk bad about the other person, because usually this person is in love, they think, at least, um, and, it, and it could be, whatever, um, with that person. So, you know, so just address the person's behavior, like, how do you feel about when they're doing that? Or do you think that's okay? or whatever, um, I'm told to steer clear of words like abusive, labeling it that, because the person has a hard time reconciling uh, this person as an abusive person, because they're seeing all these other sides of them, these wonderful sides, and they're likely also um, aware of some of the things that made them that way, and stuff like that. So, you know, they don't want the person to just kind of look bad and be have that abusive label. So it doesn't really help to kind of go, oh, this is what it is. Like even when my friend, you know, after this person had, um, you know, beaten them and done all these things, you know, and they were like, well, you know, I was, I did gaslight the person and I did, and I was like, you know, you sound, that's like classic victim stuff, right? Like where you're, where you're like, uh, you know, well, if I didn't say this, if I didn't do that, <laughs> like, and they're like, yeah, I know. I'm like, so, you know, it, since you're in it, it's harder for you to see it. Um, and I think it's help. It might be helpful for you to lean on your tribe right now, but you know, it is, it is what it is. So you, you, you just have to kind of support your friend, listen, um, you know, don't talk down to them, remind them of their competence and treat them well so that they can see the contrast. Like it's easier for them to embrace the idea that they can be treated well if you're modeling that. So again, you are staying positive. You're hearing them out. You're listening. You're addressing the abusive behavior of the partner. Um, and you are just, you know, kind of in ear. There's very little you can do. So you if when you see like small victories and them having more self-worth and things like that, maybe they, you know, start taking care of themselves a little more or just them getting help or, um, you know, going on a date, which is controversial, uh, you know, but just seeing what else is out there, whatever, just like, you know, 
kind of celebrate the small things. You got to be really patient. This is a process. Even when you think about the areas in your life where you struggled, it was rarely during like a conversation where you're like, yeah, you're right. I'm going to change everything. And like, you just like went home and changed your whole life. Like that can happen, but it's very rare. Usually you have to come to yourself. You know, you have to have your own come to Jesus moments as they say. And, um, and, and slowly start to turn the ship around and, you know, and pray, you know, that's the, that's, that's pretty much all you can do. You make peace with the limitations. Like this is your friend's journey. Unfortunately, um, we all have our struggles. And if your friend is in as bad of a situation as mine, you, you know, you do worry that wow, I may get a call. Like, yeah, like this, you know, I may lose my friend through this and that's scary. So, you know, you have to practice self-care because it is draining on you um, and, you know, and also set boundaries that protect your household if you need um, and your time and your energy. You're no good to anybody, yourself or anybody else, if you're drained. So while you have this friend that's likely not being a great friend to you at this time, because when people aren't in good places, they can't be good friends to you. If you're ever wondering why someone is making you feel a little crappy, it's because they feel crappy. And that's all you could do. Don't expect things out of people that um, they can't give themselves. If, if you're getting confusion, it's because they're confused. If you're getting inconsistency, it's because they're inconsistent. If you're getting unreliability, it's because they, they are scattered in their own life. Like People can only give you what, what they are and what they have. They're not tr willingly withholding great love from you. <laughs> they are just genuinely likely not having a good time um, right now on this planet. So lean into the people who do support you who you know who do feed you who do uplift you so that you can in turn do that to others and you know and, and keep yourself keep yourself good and kosher in that way um if they're overwhelming you with how much time they need to talk to you because you know if they're draining you you know just kind of remind them of the resources you know uh, maybe make calls for them and stuff like that and say hey i spoke to this person they're willing to talk to you stuff like that um and at times, if the person that they're hanging out with is really a dangerous person, you may have to end the friendship. Um, I've had to do that with a friend uh, once who uh, was getting a divorce from this guy who was like losing his mind and kind of stalking her. And, you know, she could be out at a barbecue flying his like plane over above and it just weird stuff and you're like okay I don't know if this guy's gonna blow her up or what so you gotta be like ah you know yeah no I'm good you could you could go to that that by yourself <laughs> and you know it sucks but other people they like it's the life they chose kind of a thing and you're also modeling for them healthy behavior healthy boundaries like you know you can't preach taking care of yourself and then letting and then being reckless with your own life um, for them in the name of love. Like that's what they're doing. All y'all go, all y'all not going to be okay. All right. So hopefully this was helpful. I wish you all the best. This is super hard. We're all in this together. Um, I was told there's also a book called helping her get free by Susan Brewster. That's supposed to be good. If you really want to go all in on, uh, you know, how to help your friend or loved one. And, um, you know, I wish you the best of luck.
All right, that wraps up this week's episode. If you enjoyed it, subscribe, rate and review, and join me next week so that we can continue exploring the beautiful messiness of life together. And until that time, sexy people, remember to approach each day with gratitude, show up, show out, and above all else, keep it TC.